Welcome to Bikini Bold Podcast with Gina. I am a mindset and lifestyle coach, speaker, certified behavioral analyst with the John Maxwell team. I support women that are ready to make change, mind and body. Women that are ready to be successful and win the battle with their mind and body. So I support women that want to be successful in getting fit, stronger, and getting in shape by building mental confidence. And in my Bikini Bold 90-day program, we focus on self-love, self-discipline, self-control, and self-motivation, and achieving the personal goal that we have. I have been through a personal breakdown that's created this incredible breakthrough story that I will share more with you in the podcast and as we move forward, as you get to know me, but it makes me more compassionate and makes me passionate about helping other people to achieve the things that they want to achieve because I know if I can win the battle with my mind and my body, because I used to live on repeat, living the same year over and over, I know other women can too. I am a jiu-jitsu wife, a boy mom of three, I love Jesus, family, weight training. A fun fact about me is that I used to wanna be a solid gold dancer when I was younger, but needless to say, I didn't go down that route, but I applied that same passion and redirected it to a new focus and now at 50 i'm a bikini competitor so thank you for being here with me let's dive into our fun topic for today hello friends today's topic is effective time management so i know we all struggle with managing our time this seems to be like a hot topic like ongoing (laughs) right it's ongoing and nowadays more women are wanting to achieve more wanting to have their own personal success and a lot of times you know these things aren't taught in high school or in college (laughs) so we're having to learn and discover how to do this and honestly with certain personalities for example There's people that are very detail-oriented, very task-oriented, and they can get things done, but a lot of times they may not be able to get as much done because they're so busy being analytical, right? And then there's people that are like me on the other side. They are very people-oriented. They're not as task-oriented. They're very people-oriented. They um, are... Uh, very visible. They're not shy. Um, Maybe they're kind of reserved. Uh, Maybe they're introvert, extrovert, or maybe what is it, extrovert, but need to be introvert at some times. Um, But they're the ones that kind of procrastinate. You know, we get things done, but there's not a lot of detail in between that we really focus on. And we have to learn that skill of managing our time and being very detail-oriented. That's if you're not very detail-oriented. And honestly, that's a hard thing to admit about yourself. You're like, when I learned this about myself, I knew it, but then when I saw it, I was like, whoa, okay, this is for real. This is a real thing about personal self-awareness. And the more aware you are about yourself and who you are, how you tick, 
what makes you tick, what makes you not tick, what makes you motivated, what doesn't make you motivated, then the more you know, the better off that you are. But a lot of times when you're doing this self-discovery, you're having to let go pride, ego, um, the, the layers of the wall of I know it all, or maybe even the, the walls layered up of perfectionist. Maybe you're a perfectionist and you don't want to admit that you're ever wrong. And maybe even today you're still in denial that you're ever wrong, that you're usually right. And maybe that's, maybe that's correct. And that's because you spend a lot of time analyzing and being very critical of the things that you do and you have a hard time getting things done. So as a behavioral analyst, you'll learn that I'll kind of implement here and there these personality traits and give you effective ways of learning how to function with yourself, but also function with others. And in this topic, effective time management it's, I'm going to give you helpful tips regarding managing your time, being more effective, and getting things done. That's at the end of the day, we want to get more things done, right? But we want to get things done without feeling overwhelmed, without feeling pressure, without feeling the uncertainty and the anxiety and the worry of not, not knowing the outcome of what's happening. So a lot of time with goal setting, I've worked with women where they're afraid to set a goal. They're afraid to set a date and a goal and really put pen to paper and write it down because they're afraid that what if they don't achieve it? What if they disappoint themselves? And that's a common thing, being fear of uncertainty, fear of failure. These are things that are real. And I want you to know from the get-go that I can relate I was the queen of fear of failure. Heck, I'm 50 years old and I am now getting things done. (laughs) That's because at 47, 48, um, personal development started in my life about 42, 43 when I joined a network marketing company called Monate Global, which changed my life. They, the Ardenetta family taught us and well, they didn't teach us. It was just in their mission to embrace people and to dream big and to serve others. But dreaming big was uh, the Ardenetta family's mission is inquiring that and adopting that in our mindset. Long story short, it started then at 42. And by 50, I'll tell you what, all the personal development that I applied in my life all those years, but not ever really applying it till I was 48, girl, you can probably relate how many of you have learned and listened to podcasts and you've downloaded free things about time management, for example, and effective uh, managing your time. And you want to learn these techniques and tools on how to manage your time. And, and you don't ever really apply anything. Well, that was me with my personal development life. Like I was learning and listening and writing and noting and going to conferences and listening to all this stuff, but I never really did apply much. I thought I did, and maybe I did for a time frame, but always gave up just before winning the success of success. And that's what happens a lot with fear of failure because we're so fearful. 
I almost said we're almost driven by fear that we hesitate before this the success actually happens for us. So I wanna I wanna give you some helpful tips. We're gonna dive in it. I'm gonna give you six helpful tips that have helped me that I, I honestly do quarterly or more often than that, probably. But each time I feel overwhelmed or I've got a lot of goals, um, beginning of the year, mid-year, I look at my goals and I try to manage my time. This is something I've had to learn. I actually had somebody help me learn time management because I'm a procrastinator. I work more effectively knowing that there's a deadline. Like I was that person at high school that if there was a test on Monday, I was studying on Sunday. Um, I was just, you know, getting things done at the last minute because of the pressure of the time. That was just me. Some people are more detail oriented, task oriented. They check mark things. They're very analytical. They get things done um, a lot sooner because they don't, their fear is being criticized. So the last thing that they want is to be criticized. People like me don't really care much about being criticized. Um, our fear is failing. Our fear is um, unstable. Our, our, it's our insecurities that gets in our way more than the fear of being criticized. So, all right, let's just dive in. I want to give you a little pep talk there and give you behind the scenes of, of personal self-awareness. So in effective time management, these are six tips. And this first one, I'm going to read them to you and then we'll kind of talk about them. So the first one is prioritizing wisely. So prioritizing your task based on the importance and urgency. So you're going to rank your task. And, you know, you're probably thinking, well, do you know, everything on my plate is important. How do, how do I rate that? Well, we're going to talk about that. But for right now, um, what I, I have my clients do, number one, is to take everything that's on your plate that you, that you need to get done, things that you feel like you need to get done, whatever it is, you need to write it down. Let's, let's write, let's brain dump all the things down and then let's do number one. Let's prioritize them wisely. Which one of these brain dump ideas and things that you have, these goals, is the most important? And then of the most important, which are the ones that are urgent? For example, it's due next week. It's due today. You know, you really got to look at these, the level of importance. Okay, number two, set a time to complete your task. So after you've brain dumped everything and you're looking at these goals, you're going to do number two. You're going to put like, you're going to set a time and a deadline. Let's say some of these goals, like you're writing a book, you don't have a deadline. Well, you need to put a deadline. <laughs> Let's say you're going to put by December of the end of this year. And that's going to be your deadline. So December 2021 is the goal. You're going to have your first rough draft, your first subscription, your first layout. You're going to send that to your publisher and it's going to be done. Um, and then number three, you're going to review the time needed to get that ta task done. So if you're writing a book, you've already accomplished the, 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 the time you put a deadline, December 2021. Now you're going to put, how long is it going to take me? 
Um, let's just estimate, sometimes we don't know how long it's gonna take to write a book, but let's just say we wanna give ourselves 80 hours, okay? Um, so 80 hours to write a book, you'll divide that by a reasonable amount or number. So I would probably look at how many weeks are left in the year. So we probably have about 36, 30 weeks left in the year from today till December 2001. So 30 weeks divided by 80 hours equals, I don't know that math, but when you look at it, you're gonna look at that time frame and go, okay, whatever hours that is, I'm gonna reverse engineer it and apply it on my calendar. So number four is dividing time by a realistic, we just did that, we divided the time by a realistic number. So let's say that you have a project due in September. That is roughly 90 days from now. So if your project's due in September, you probably don't want it due the very last minute. You want to, that's your deadline, but you're going to know that your, your task is going to take you 10 hours. So 10 hours divided by five is two. So that means you're gonna work two hours on this project five times. And what I would do is set two hours a week so you get it done in five weeks. And you'll still accomplish your goal before the 90 days. So if you think about that and you wrote that down, it'll make sense. So number five is blocking time. So now that you know that you need two hours, five times within 90 days, you can look at your calendar and block out the time. So what I would do, Mondays and Fridays are kind of like mine. Mondays are super busy with clients. Fridays I keep as personal. I fill my cup. I leave it open. I don't fill a lot of appointments on Fridays. So I'm going to look at my Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and when I can put this two hour block time in. I'm gonna look at Tuesday or Thursday morning because I know Wednesdays is leg day and I exert a lot of energy on Wednesdays. That's me. <laughs> that may not be you, but I, I'm thinking out loud and now I'm blocking time on my calendar. That's so important. It's a mental thing that you do with your brain. It triggers your brain, that reticular activity, to actually envision that you have something set. It's almost a familiarity thing that you have with your brain. Your brain's familiar with that timeline and feels that you have a timeline. It's like when you tell somebody out loud, uh, maybe you're telling your spouse and you're like, honey, remind me tomorrow I have an appointment at two o'clock. For some reason, when you tell somebody and you, you write it in your calendar, it's two o'clock tomorrow and then you tell your spouse, remind me, you'll, re you'll remember tomorrow you're like, oh yeah, remember. But had you not written it down, had you not told somebody to remind you, you probably would have forgot about it. It just is something about that. <laughs> but our brain works better with writing it. It's a picture image that that reticular activity, it's familiar to the brain. So when you write it, it sees it, especially when you speak it and you envision it. So Block time is important. Number six is the last thing, is give yourself a break. So structure in 
your lunch, structure in, uh, stretch. So let's say you're doing a power hour for one hour, right? And during this power hour, all you're gonna do is content creation, or all you're gonna do is social media marketing for your business. If it's showing up on social media and you call it, I like to call them power hours. So it's a mental thing. If I call it a power hour and in that time frame, I'm going to do social media marketing. I'm gonna reach out to my friends and family, or I'm gonna meet new people and build new relationships during that hour. Then set your timer. And then number six, like I said, set your timer. And when the timer goes off, you give yourself a break. And it doesn't have to be a long break. It could be two to three minute break. And then if mentally you've done that brain break and you're ready to go back because you're refreshed, then give yourself another power hour time limit of 60 minutes. Maybe you just need 30 minutes, but set your timer, devote that time, that block time into the task that you have in front of you. Like right now, during my podcast, I've allotted this hour to work on my podcast. I turned my phone on airplane mode so I wouldn't be interrupted with phone calls and I wouldn't be interrupted with the notifications coming through. So sometimes you have to put your phone on airplane mode. Sometimes you have to put your phone away for, I work off my phone, so it's hard to put my phone away. So, but in the mornings when I'm doing prayer and devotions, I keep my phone away from me. I don't carry it with me for the first hour of my day because I will literally scroll or feel like I need to make my morning post um, and do things that I need to check my email, those things. We don't need to do those things. So again, let's review number six is give yourself a break. I want to make sure that you're implementing a brain break. I like calling it a brain break uh, because I need them. (laughs) All right. I'm going to also dive into, those are the six tips of of effective time managing. When you're doing this, I just gave you the six tips, but you're like, oh my God, oh my God, how do you do this? Oh my God, oh my God, how do I do all this? Take a deep breath, first of all. And I'm gonna give you a really helpful tip. I'm gonna tell you to either do what I did, which was buy at the dollar store or go to Staples, get a calendar. Don't get the pretty ones. Don't spend hours at Staples or online looking for a beautiful calendar and outline because you know dang well you're going to buy it and not use it. You only bought it because it was pretty. Like (laughs) I did that every year for years. And finally now, literally, I have a, a notebook that is, you open it. It's 2001. It says True Red. It's from Staples. It's gray solid gray. And when you open it, there's 15 minute increments. So you can see hour by hour what I'm doing by 15 minute increments. And I block out an hour at a time or 30 minutes if I need. But I, I old fashioned, I like looking at my stuff. You might be a Google's calendar or you might be an online calendar. Perfectly fine. Go for it. Whatever you do, block out your time on a calendar. Look at something that shows you your work day by the hour and your work week by the hour. So you can start implementing your negoti- your non-negotiables and your the things that are negotiable for you. For example, I always write down my non-negotiables first. So I have one-on-one clients on Mondays. Those immediately get blocked out. 
My weekly accountability group for my Get Fit, my Bikini Bold, we're getting fit, getting strong, and getting in shape. And we're learning self-motivation, discipline, and self-control. We meet twice on Monday. So I block that out. So Mondays are kind of a busy day for me. I have other clients that I meet at the end of the week. I block those out. And then I can look at my week and go, okay, Tuesdays and Thursdays are pretty open now. I can do a coffee or a lunch with a friend. I've got room in there for that. Um, I also, a non-negotiable for me is two to three, I work out. During that time frame, I go to the gym. And I it's just my non-negotiable. Um, so those that's a few little helpful hints. But if you're still stuck, just buy a calendar um, that shows you the hourly increments, okay? And I want you just to take notice what you're doing every day. Just for fun this week, write down everything that you're doing every hour. It sounds redundant. It sounds annoying. You're probably like, I don't want to do that because I really have nothing to do all day and I don't know what I'm doing, (laughs) which is the point. This is the point of why you're writing it down. I did this for the first time, guys, two years ago when I was being taught how to do this. I was told by a calendar and this person that was teaching me actually sat with me every week and told me how to block out time. And then, but the very first time I did this, I, they had me literally write down what'd you do right when you woke up at seven o'clock? Okay. Devotions. Okay. Eight, eight o'clock. Okay. I was drinking my coffee at nine o'clock. I was, I made a post in my private group. Okay. At 10 o'clock I was drinking my coffee and had some oatmeal, you know, at 11 o'clock I was scrolling on Facebook at 12 o'clock. I had a lunch meeting. Like I, like what I wrote down and what I saw was not matching up with me trying to achieve the goals that I had, the big goals, the God-sized dream goals that I had. Like having coffee 10 times and scrolling on Facebook for two hours in the morning, that doesn't match up and align with what I'm trying to do. So what I'm trying to say here is when you write down and you get real with yourself and you look at this, no one has to see it but you. Maybe it's just between you and yourself. You and yourself, nobody else is looking at what you're actually doing, but look at it, write it down for a week and look, get a bird eye view and look at your calendar and you're going to go, oh, hails, bales, I am not getting what I want done because I'm spending too much time either on social media or I'm spending too much time uh, outside gardening or I'm spending too much time worried about my teenager or I'm worried this and that, or I'm caregiving my mother-in-law, or I'm doing this, so much of this and this and this. Like, Or maybe you're saying yes to other people and you can't seem to tell people no. That's a big problem. I've had, oh, I can't tell you all the women that, and me, we've, we've all had this issue where we're like, we are pleasers and we, we want to help other people. So we can't not tell other people no. Now, not everybody's like that. Not everybody is 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 like that. But there's a lot of women that have a hard time saying no. So when you block out your time and someone calls you and says, hey, let's say your mother-in-law or your grandmother or some family member says, hey, can you come over? I need groceries. Or hey, can you take me to the doctor? You're going to say, yes, I can. But I can on Friday. 
from noon to five, I'm open. Looks like, oh, Thursday from eight in the morning to 12, I'm open. And you're going to ask them if they, if they can fit in their doctor's appointment at that time. Now, sometimes it's hard to train other people of this. So especially if you're dealing with a family member that calls you all the time, you want to explain to them, hey, just so you know, if you need me for anything moving forward, I'm available Tuesdays and Thursdays, 12 to 5. So that way they already know and future appointments are already going to be lined out for them. And it doesn't interfere with the goals and the block time that you have. So that's important to know. Another tip is the last thing I'm going to share with you is the four D's. This is powerful. The four D's is a pretty, a really pretty cool, effective way of of learning how to effectively work on your task. Now, I didn't come up with this task, but Dwight Eisenhower, our president, 1953, he faced so many different decisions every day that he created this matrix. It's called the important and the urgent matrix. And it's Eisenhower matrix. So there's four parts to it. You're going to decide, delegate, delete, or do. Those are the four D's. And when you're sorting out your task, you really want to look at these and decide, is this task important, but it's not that urgent? So you need to decide the importance and the level of that task and put it in that box. If it's delegate, maybe it's urgent, but it's it's not like an important task, right? Like you need to schedule a meeting or it's a doctor's appointment. So yes, those are at a level are important, but it's a task that can be moved and it can be delegated. So what about deleting something? Maybe, you know, it's not as urgent. It's not as important. Maybe there's something you can delete. You know, maybe it's a personal phone call. Maybe it's social media scrolling. What is it that you can delete? Maybe you're like me, you like scrolling on social media. Make it your reward for evening time from eight to nine. You can lounge and scroll and do whatever you want at that time. And then there's those important things that are urgent, important tasks that need to be done right away. Those are the crisis, the pressing deadlines. Those are the important things that you need to do. So when you outline those four things in those level of importance, um, created by Dwight Eisenhower matrix, you're going to find, okay, I can delegate this. I can delete this, or I can decide to do this, but there's not a level of urgency where it has to be done right now because I have these other things that need to be done right now. They're pressing. If you need help organizing your week and having someone, I'm just going to say it, hold your hand like they did me, (laughs) let me know. Let's talk about it because this is something that has to be learned. New habits and new behaviors have to be practiced and it has to be managed by somebody that's been there and done that. And having a helpful hand is always helpful. So I hope you enjoyed this time management uh, podcast. 
It is a very powerful tool, very wise for us to prioritize our task. It's very wise of us to block our time and learn how to do this. And if you are somebody that doesn't like to do any of this, the only thing I'm going to tell you is, is that if something doesn't change, then nothing will change. And that's what made me decide to actually change. I literally was like, I hate writing things down. I hate being so organized. I'm not an organized person. So why do I have to try to be? Well, guess what, Gina? It wasn't working before you being unorganized. You know, yeah, I wrote down my top three goals. Yeah, I kind of wrote down some things, you know, on a sticky note to remind me. But did I really have a system? And so you've got to create these systems that you don't want to do, but that are going to work for you. And eventually it'll be a subconscious behavior and habit that you're going to love. So here's a cool quote George Bernard Shaw had said, progress is impossible without change. And those who cannot change their minds cannot change anything. So you have to learn to change your mind on creating these new habits and creating time. Remove the excuses and get the things done. Make the time. Find out and get real with yourself on what is important to you. And if it's really that important to you, then make it a priority in your day. Prioritize it, block it out, and get it done. Okay, friends, that's it. Love you lots. Time management, go for it. Hey friends, just wanted to come in and sneak in and give you a reminder if you love this podcast, Effective Ways for Time Management and learning some skills and concepts on how you can get things done, leave me a review. I want to personally say thank you and give you a shout out. So leave your name, leave your stars, preferably a five star and your fun comment and let me know your name and business on there and I am personally going to give you a shout out on my social media. Tag me on Gina Bold Confidence on Instagram and I want to tag you too. Thanks guys.